Hey everybody, this is JJ French, the guitar player, founder, Twisted Sister, and the author of the what I think is the best business book ever written called Twisted Business, out now on Amazon. Anyway, you are listening to the Dave and Steve Show. Previously on the Dave and Steve Show. Bird, bird. It's a bird, bird. Bird, bird houses. Birds, bird, birds, bird houses. Birds, birds, bird houses. Bird, birds, birds, the birds, bird, bird house. Birds, 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 bird house. Birds, bird, birds. I, I'm not a birder. Welcome to the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave, sitting right alongside me, a mere 27 miles away is Steve. 27 miles away. <laughs> On assignment this week is Tracy. He won't be able to join us, but we're still going to have an amazing show. And Steve, I actually did, well, first of all, do you have any reaction to the fact that uh, you said bird? Uh, a total count between you and Tracy, 26 times over the span of three and a half minutes last week. That, that in, in the words of one of my of my favorite Disney characters, uh, Thumper. Bird. Yeah. Bird. I, it, it was one of those things where I, I was listening to last week's show because I was out last week. For those of you who don't know, and we'll get to we'll get to Tracy here in a second, but uh, I was out last week, and so I was listening to the show, and it was a great, it was a fun show. Steve, I will say this, and I this is not take this in the spirit it's intended because I think you bring a lot of energy to the show every week. Last week, even on shows when I'm gone, I typically don't hear you bring your energy level to where it was last week. You had great stories. You were you were cracking jokes. Like you were on last week. That's how I'll put it. Uh, oh. Other than saying "bird" 26 times in three and a half minutes, it's hard to say. It's hard to do that. So, what I want to get to first of all, I, I we we've got a few things. So, we're gonna get to Steve in just a second because he's got his own he's got his own issue that he needs to touch on. But I wanted to talk for just a moment about Tracy. So Tracy is on assignment this week. Uh, he will not be on the show, obviously. If you haven't guessed that by now, you really should go get your head checked. But I did reach out. I forgot that he wasn't going to be on the show this week. And I sent him an article for his headline section. Uh, and it was only then that Tracy reminded me he was going to be off on assignment. So I've got, I've got a big surprise because, Steve, I've actually brought a third host to the show Ooh. But I'm going to get to that in a second. First of all, let's talk about the article that I sent him. So the headline reads, <clears throat> and this is from multiple news sources. This is not some you know tabloid story or anything like that that, that was made up to sell newspapers at a, at a grocery store. This is a real story. But the headline is, my penis fell off, but it regrew on my arm, and now I'm a real man again. I'll explain. Okay. Uh, a man who lost his penis due to severe blood infection has had an artificial member surgically attached to his nether region six years after it was designed by doctors. I feel like a real man again, Malcolm McDonald, 47, exclaimed in a new documentary detailing his extraordinary or ordeal. The mechanic, who resides in Norfolk, England, was left mortified back in 2010 when his penis, quote, just dropped off onto the floor... <laughs> After he suffered an infection in his, you're going to have to help me out here, Dr. Steve, perineum? Is that how you say it? Perineum? Perineum? Sure. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I want to touch on is, well, touch on is probably <laughs> the wrong phrase, but uh, be careful, 
Zach, uh, son of the Steve of the Stephen Dave with Tracy show. D- Stephen Dave. <laughs> because b- blood infections can be very serious. That's all I'm going to say. Blood infections. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, bringing it back. The story continues. Surgeons subsequently manufactured a new penis for the father of two using a skin flap on his left arm. They planned to move the man-made member down to his public area, but were forced to stop the operation due to a lack of oxygen in his blood. McDonald was left with the artificial phallus poking out of his forearm. A second surgery to move the manhood between his legs was delayed for six years due to scheduling mix-ups, staff shortages, and COVID-19. Staff shortages. (laughs) There you go. Now, this, this, this is one of my favorite parts. Uh, McDonald, who was profiled in, uh, back in 2020, eventually became used to having the appendage on his arm. People ask me about it when they see me in the pub, and of course they make jokes, he stated. But I get it. It's not every day you see a man with a penis on his arm. Of course I see the funny side. I have to. I don't have any other option. In the new documentary, which is ti- like whoever came up with this title... Good on you. The man with a penis on his arm. Oh. McDonald recalls helping an elderly lady retrieve an item from the top shelf of a supermarket only to have his arm penis pop out from beneath his sleeve and nearly hit her on the head. <laughs> oh. It's, okay. it's something to tell the grandchildren, isn't it? McDonald tells the program, clearly keeping a sense of humor about the situation. And the story goes on from there. So, so uh, he's got he's got his Malcolm's got his his penis back in the middle where it belongs. Get it, Malcolm in the middle. Right. And uh, but so I sent this to Tracy. <clears throat> Tracy informed me he was going to be off the show. He's not here this week. So I reached out to the Dave and Sto- Steve show <laughs> with Tracy, crack team of doctors and scientists, and I said, "Hey, we're in a pinch. We're in a bind. We do not have a third host." Based on the story that I just sent them, can you guys do anything for me? And they said, we sure can. So I have actually, Steve, you can see this. I have now grown what my own. I have grown a third host Ooh. on my arm. I'm calling him Tracy Jr. That is, that is, that is, uh, uh, there's a lot that that is. That's impressive. It's odd. It's, it's our third host for this week. Oh. Oh, okay. Now look, okay. he can he can wave. He can wave at you. He can also he can also do that flappy thing like the attention guys, the air filled guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh wow. So he is uh he's he's actually I would I would dare to say possibly even more talented than Tracy Sr. is. Wow. He's got the look on his face like Tracy does most of the time. <laughs> yeah, well I, I drew that on with a Sharpie, but yeah. Oh. I okay. mean, still, you're, yeah. You're a really good artist. I mean, yes. You're really good so uh, Tracy Jr. here will be doing all the normal things you would expect. He's going to be bringing us headlines later, might chime in with a funny quip here and there. Uh, but he will just, he's going to be a part of the show, and we'll see how this goes. It, it, listen, if I can keep him around for six years, then we've got a, a permanent fill-in host if Tracy can't make it. Oh, he looks like he's nodding off a little bit. Right oh, he there. is. Yeah. I'll, I'll wake him up later. I'll... Okay. All right. All right, so let's let's move on with the show. Uh, I did want to ask Steve, you almost didn't make it this week. I was it was almost just me and Tracy Jr. on the show this week, and I want you to explain why. 
Um, so this, this, uh, last, so we record on Thursday. So this is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Okay. And you know what a day it's been. Um, but last Friday I went to pick up Zach from school and picked him up, asked him how things were going halfway home. He told me, Oh, I was exposed to, I might've been exposed to, to, uh, COVID. And uh, wait, while 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 he was in the uh, already in the car. Well, well, he and I are in the car talking to each other, and uh, and oh, you know, I I probably would have put a mask on <laughs> had you told me that uh, that, that 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 was the case. And um, he's like, oh well, yeah, you know, they, he, yeah, that kid's gone. That kid was gone, and, <laughs> and I'm like, great. So, um, I had a gig that night. I went to the gig, um, and, uh, and played and, uh, the next day, you know, you know, my son wasn't feeling very good. Uh, he was feeling, he was feeling kind of low and, and we had, uh, we had a couple of tests laying around the house and, and had him take it. And I could not believe how fast that test indicated that he had COVID-19 Yeah, <laughs> like immediately just immediately. Um, and I, I didn't feel bad. Um, I mean, I was a little tired from the, from the gig and stuff, but, uh, you know, not, not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, uh, but later in the evening I started to get a little bit, you know, like you, you like you feel when, when, when you feel a cold coming on and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Little, so, little tickle in the throat. I'm super excited about what's about to happen. And, um, and so, uh, that it was either that night. Yeah. It was that night I tested and, uh, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, the, I, mine turned, uh, mine turned over too. Um, I, I, I had, I had the, the COVID, you, um, you, so. got, you got the vid after and it was, it was everything. Everybody's explained it to me to be, it was uncomfortable. Um, it was, it was not, uh, you know, I had, I had a fever and I was, I was super achy and so I'm, I'm such a baby when it comes to being sick, but, um, but even more so with this, because I haven't been like sick, sick yeah, uh, in a couple of years. So I really played it up. So I was definitely really, really sick. Well, and- so let, let me ask you this. So we'll get to whether or not your wife, Wendy got it or not here in just a second. But I, I, this is something I want to ask you because there is a weird thing that has developed over time between my wife and I when we get sick, which is just like most parents, for whatever reason, the universe is they smile. The universe smiles on you in whatever way possible, and rarely do the two of you get sick together. It's usually one or the other, and and the other one's either coming out of it or going into it. You so you kind of stagger. So somebody's able to take care of daily functions of the house, get the kids to school, all that kind of stuff, but. Early on in our early days, one of us would get sick and the other one would pamper that person, lavish them with, can I get you soup? Do you need anything else? Can I bring you a cold towel? Like whatever it was, like just, and over time, it's an unspoken thing where I think, I personally think, uh, you know, one of us started it, however we did it, a little less, like didn't offer soup once. And then the other one felt a little bit of resentment of, hey, shithead, the last time I was sick... You didn't offer me soup like you always do. So guess what? No soup and no cold wash rag for you. And then it was back to not quite in that 
aggressive of a progression. But over time, it has progressed to now we effectively walk into the room and go, hey, dickhead, knock it off. You've been sick for a full three hours. Get over it. And we like there's no more pampering by either of us of any kind. We just sort of tell each other to tough it out and get over it. So I'm curious in this situation. And of, of course, there's quarantine and all that thing that has to go along with it. But does Wendy pamper you and do you pamper her? We try to. I mean, okay. we certainly do um, try to. Um, well, I guess my marriage is the fucked up one then. No, no. Because, um, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm I, kind of flaky and forgetful of some things. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll, miss, I'll miss an important step. And that's not, that's not good. But, like, I want to, you know, uh, do the pampering. And, and I, think, I think we both really try to for each other, which is, I think that's what counts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, but really what counts is, is, is taking good care of the person. I, I screw that up sometimes. Um, Wendy took really good care of us. Um, she was, um, she was, you know, concerned about Zach, making sure that he got everything. So Zach, um, you know, did everything. He really, he wears his mask at school. He, you know, he, he works hard to stay, you know, nice and sanitary and, yep. and all that stuff. But, you know, you do everything you can and you're still going to, you know, take it in through your eyeball or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. who, who knows how you're going to get it. But um, he had like AP testing, which is really a big deal. Yep. Like his big capstone exam was this week and he had to miss it. So he had to go through this thing where he had to explain why and then get them redone and who knows if he's going to get you know that's kind of a it's a really big part of him getting into the colleges that he wants so that made me really upset you know like that he got covid but also he had his final driving exam on sunday that he had to completely rebook so he's rebooked that for you know a week out and and that was you know, that was lame. Plus, you know, he's, he's your kid and he, he's got this disease that's killed a million people, you know, right. and, and you're, you know, he's probably going to be fine. He's not really at risk, but you know, whatever. It's I'm, still scary. Yeah. I'm a little bit at risk. I have, um, I have some mild asthma and, um, my wife, <laughs> like she was so concerned about me, like sleeping through the night, um, whenever I would start to sleep, I, I made horrible noises. I would stop breathing as I would fall asleep. And, and, and I mean, she would worry about having to, you know, uh, take me to the hospital. Yeah. Um, I think she's more worried about being caught with a dead body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so she just wanted to make sure I was, you know, not dying. Yeah. And, and I bet it was terrifying because it sounds like I, I really put on a show when I fall asleep. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we've. <laughs> we, we, we've established that uh, you uh, you've lost a lot of weight. And so this is not a reflection on that. I'm saying this is this reminded me of me when I was much larger. Uh, I was about close to 100 pounds heavier than I am now, and I was playing city league basketball. Well, but bas Jesus, basketball with some people back in our hometown, and I came down on uh, uh, one of the players' feet. I landed, 
now I don't have much vert. I definitely didn't have much vert back then, being 100 pounds heavier. But I still was able to jump higher than the guy's foot. Came down on his foot and rolled my ankle pretty severely. And so I was laying on the court holding my ankle and some people had seen it they were like yeah it's he definitely rolled it there there was a couple of gasps those guys so this was not a mild thing and i was laying there and the the concern for me quickly turned to the concern for how do we get his ginormous ass off the court uh, i remember vividly one player even like floated the idea of could we just play around him which I thought was completely insensitive because I was laying under the basket and the chances of additional injury were pretty high. Uh, but what that made me think of is that has to, I know it would flash through even having lost 100 pounds, I know it would still flash through my wife's mind of how the hell do I get this guy out of the bed if, if we have to, if we have to do, like if I got to get him to a car to get him to a hospital or anything like that. So I have to assume it was the same for Wendy of like, I, I, I'm kind of, kind of useless here if things start to go sideways right because i mean if you call an ambulance you gotta you gotta kennel up the dog yeah and make sure because there's gonna be all that yep. and there's gonna be barking in the middle yep. of the night and, and and you know the neighbor guy is gonna be telling everybody what happened because he's got nothing else to do so yeah um you know oh I uh, hang on steve i'm sorry it, i think tracy jr wants to say something oh oh no i guess not he's he was just smiling sorry i didn't realize okay we're good Continue. Very enthusiastic about it. But he is. Yeah. yeah, he stood up and took attention when you started telling your COVID story. Please continue. <laughs> well, um, so anyway, so, you know, the, the, the Zach thing, I, I was, I mean, the last couple of days were really rough, but I will tell you one bit of pampering that I really enjoyed was um, I get this text message from a friend of mine, my good friend, Chris, said, hey, I'm sorry you have COVID. Can I bring you some lentil soup? And I'm like, oh, lentil soup. He said, hey, honey, but Chris wants to bring me some lentil soup. And she's like, oh, that's really nice that you have a friend like that. And then she went out and she made the best lentil soup I've ever had because I think I think it was a little, she was a little like, I can make a better lentil soup than anybody else can make. And she did. She made lentil soup that was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Your just, wife is so damn competitive. It was, it, it was very, I... And had I known, I would have, you know, said, oh, you know, he said he's going to make me <laughs> never-ending burritos. <laughs> I'm glad you went there. I was thinking of something else. But uh, so so the, the point is this. Uh, tonight's show is going to probably be, I say this sometimes, but tonight's show is probably going to be a little shorter. And the reason for that is we got to get Steve tucked into bed. He's he's got to go to sleep. And frankly, I got to get Tracy Jr. tucked into bed. Tracy Sr. is not here. We got a lot of things going on, so we are going to move through this show relatively quickly. Uh, with with any luck, nobody else will get COVID, and we'll be back in full force next week. Uh, but Steve, did you outside of having COVID, did you have anything else last week from last week you wanted to bring up? I'm sure I did. Uh, we had a, we had a, my band played, we had a really good show. It was a lot of fun. Don't have a lot of gigs coming up. So you've got a really know. important one coming up on June 11th at, in Kittitas, Washington at the timeout saloon. How are you feeling about that one? June 11th. Yeah. 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 I'm feeling pretty good about that one. All right. Yeah. There's a couple of songs I, I wanted to bounce off of you, but, uh, but no, no, I think, I think it's all right. It's all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, just so we're clear for listeners of the Dave and Steve show. Steve has committed to singing You Shook Me All Night Long by the monster band ACDC. 
one of the, if not the, biggest band in the world. He's going to take the reins of one Brian Johnson and sing his balls off on You Shook Me All Night Long, and we'll try and capture some video and post it at some point. Why did you choose You Shook Me All Night Long and not a Bon Scott song? I'm much better at Bon Scott stuff than I am at Bon Scott stuff. <laughs> well, to be fair, we also have TNT in the in the set list, so you'll get some okay. Bon Scott in there. Well, let's do, let's do uh, You Shook Me first and then do TNT because <laughs> I do not want to end on, hey, do another ACDC one. Okay. Yeah. And then, <laughs> All right. So we're going to get to I've got a, I've got a few things to cover. We're going to get to that, but we're going to take a really quick break. If you didn't tune in last week, we have a brand new sponsor of the show. We're going to hear from them again because they're paying us a shitload of money since they're a brand new sponsor. And frankly, our ratings are through the roof, so we can now charge a premium for these types of things, which is why you'll hear the commercial quality has ratcheted up a notch or two. We're going to be right back after this on the Dave and Steve Show without Tracy. We're Earth-friendly, others-only talk At your favorite family meal In a deep-fried box Live on your shoes Don't forget your socks And walk, walk, walk down to Chicken Box Here at Chicken Box, we know you can't always afford a big tub of chicken That's why our poultry is sourced from the highest quality, low-quality processing plants Plus, our food comes in a deep-fried box made of tender chicken parts not an inedible cardboard bucket. That's innovation you can eat. Slip on your shoes, don't forget your socks. Don't run, just walk. Down to Chicken Box. Back on the Dave and Steve show, Without Tracy. Steve, speaking of Without Tracy, I did want to pick a little bit of bone with you on behalf of Tracy. Okay. You had the reins last week. You were yeah. you're, you're running this show. And first of all, can I say this? We've danced around this poison analogy many times for all of you listening at home. We talked about the 80s rock band Poison, and when the guitar player left the band, C.C. DeVille, Poison, even by Poison standards, went to shit. And the reason for that, they hired a much better guitar player, in theory. They just didn't have the chemistry they used to. And so we kind of went through, like, who's which in the band. And I will say this right now. I think you, Steve, are C.C. DeVille. I think you're the unhinged, uh, sort of unhinged. The when you think about it, you are the true spark of the show, but you're also the one you don't know if you're going to show up with pink hair and play the wrong song or not, uh-huh. or if you're not going to show up at all because you've been on a five day bender. That's true. Tracy, therefore, is Ricky Rocket, the drummer. Yeah, rock solid. We established, and I didn't call this out. We established last week. I am Brett Michaels. Yeah, that's true. And therefore, Tracy Jr., who is on my arm right now, has to be Bobby Dahl, which I think is really fitting. I mean, I think this is, look, he's even nodding. I think this is, I think this is accurate. So, so the, the point of all this is when Ricky Rocket was out, was, was with you last week and Brett Michaels was out, CC DeVille stepped up to the microphone and said nothing about Ricky Rocket. You did not once say the Dave and Steve show with Tracy. You only said the Dave and Steve show, even though I wasn't even there. 
You know, I uh, I realized that uh, when I was listening to the show, I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying the new name of the show. Yeah. And I and I I do I owe I owe Tracy and possibly to a lesser extent Tracy Junior. <laughs> a an apology, <laughs> and I am sorry. I am sorry. I did not say with Tracy. So here here goes with Tracy. Perfect. All right. With Tracy. With <laughs> Tracy. I'm just making up for all those. <laughs> times you've it. you've paid your dues there. And speaking of paying your dues. We're going to get to this in sort of a roundabout way, but I do have to have a very brief moment where I sort of brag on my kid for a moment. So my kid plays on lacrosse. They went to Eastern Washington. First of all, we, we played in two tournaments over the last week. That's why I was out. We had a Monday, we had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then I flew to New York, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then we had another Eastern Washington tournament, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the first tournament took place in a town called Yakima. It doesn't matter. It's a shithole. Don't ever go there. But in Yakima, my kid and his team made it to the championship. And they lost by one point to a very, very good team. Like it, it definitely an incredible team. And they, it was, they were worthy to win the championship. They, they just played better. That was it. Simple as that. Then we went to the much larger tournament the following weekend where his team went six and zero. They outscored their opponents by a grand total of 70 to 21 goals. Wow. And they won the entire tournament. And that was with Oregon teams, Idaho teams. There were teams from all several Washington teams. Like it was a great, it was a great tournament. So just a moment to say congrats again to the the team. Not that anybody cares, but well done. yeah, they did. They did really well. So at the Yakima tournament the week before game ends, everybody's bummed because we lost by one, a very close game. Lots of great people from, from my life turned out. I kind of floated out the invite to a few people my uncle Daryl, who I haven't seen in years, showed up. Uh, my stepmom Jennifer and her sister Teresa showed up. My cousin Chad showed up. My good buddy Sky. Lots of people showed up. Good hometown support, and it was great. So it was a bummer that we lost the championship in front of all these people because it was, you know, they turned out to see this, and yeah. so everybody was kind of down. And I said to my wife, you know, really big sports complex. I said, I'm going to go over and get the truck. I'll pull it around to this side, which was on the opposite end of this big complex, and we'll load up the gear. So I'm walking over, and I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm bummed. Not for me. I, like, I'm fine. This is lacrosse. I get it. But I'm bummed for my son because they worked really hard, and they lost by one. So I'm, I'm down. I'm walking towards my wife's truck. She has this big red Tundra that she drives. And from, from feet away, I mean, 20, 30 feet away, even with my bad eyesight, I'm like, there's... There's something on the bumper, on the back bumper. Something's going on here. I get a little bit closer. Somebody has hit our truck. Oh. I think what happened is they backed out of their spot next to our truck. They were parked next to it. They backed out, and they cut it too hard and effectively uh-huh. just scraped the bumper on the way by. Sure. I like to give people the, the benefit of the doubt. There's a good chance. It wasn't – It wasn't. It was. De- it's definitely noticeable. I saw it immediately, but – yeah. I like to think that maybe they, they were looking behind them because they were backing up. They didn't even notice necessarily that they scraped the bumper. I don't know. There's lots of things can happen. I also like to think maybe this person is in a financial situation where they couldn't necessarily pay for something like this. They didn't have insurance, whatever the case might be. And so they left without leaving a note, without anything. So I pull it around to the other side. And of course, my wife, you know my wife, she's got a short fuse. She is immediately white hot. Who did this? We need to find out who did this. What the hell is going on? 
We need to see if they have cameras at the complex. Let's watch all the CC camera footage. Yeah, right now. like she's wanting to track my phone right now. Yeah, she's wanting That's to track this down. Style. And I got, you know, I got dads coming over going like, well, I mean, like 80 percent of that will just buff out. And like and then the rest can easily get taken care of by a body shop for cheap. Like it's not. Get to buffing, buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah. You know it's gonna buff. Just where's their where's your buffer, asshole? So, get, there, get it in there. So, so I'm you know I'm of course saying like it's listen it's okay we got insurance all that kind of stuff we'll just take it to a body shop we'll get a quote like let's just we'll just figure it out I'm not this is the stuff I get wrapped around the axle by a lot of stuff and stuff I should not and we're gonna get to that specifically in just a second here. <laughs> but this was not one of them. This was not, I was like, you know, let this go. It's just one of those things that happen. It's big, busy tournament. Some stuff's going to happen. We were the unlucky ones this time. I, I started to think about this in the week that came. And I, I wanted to ask and get your theory on this or your, your thoughts on this. Because I do believe whatever you want to call it, karma, whatever it is, whatever your version of this is, I do believe that. But it for me, it's reverse karma, meaning I don't think this person is going to have anything bad happen to them, nor do I want them to have something bad happen to them because they did this to my truck or to my wife's truck. What I think is people have a certain number of, of positive things that they can do that builds up a little bit of, of uh, uh, not debt. What's the opposite of debt? Come on. Credit? Credit. Perfect. Builds up some credit. Uh, and then if they do something like this minor whether they know it or not, if they know it and they do it, the universe kind of goes like, yeah, yeah, but your whole life you've done pretty good things. You've never been an asshole. Like, that's fine. Like, you're not you're not going to pay for this. In other words, like you get a couple of freebies. That's not to say you can, like, spend the better part of 20 years donating to charities and all that kind of stuff and then go murder somebody and be like, well, you know, it's a wash. Like, I, I, all that charity work, I'm good. Like, who cares if I killed somebody? That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that I think there are I think there are things like that where you sort of get a little bit of credit. And then when these types of things happen, hopefully you get a break on this if you need that break at that time. Now, before I get to you, I did want to say I am so thankful that Tracy Sr. is not here this week. Because with his faith-based opinions, he's going to prattle on for 20 minutes about Les Schwab. We're going to have to hear about his faith in Les Schwab and his love of Les Schwab and how the people of Les Schwab are going to do this. And so I'm just really glad he's not here this week. And Tracy Jr. is nodding in agreement, so I know he feels the same way. Exactly. Uh, but I did want to ask, Steve, do you, do you have any thoughts around this particular, like, do you, do you feel there is some kind of, like, cosmic back and forth? Um, I, I feel that th there kind of can be like, but it's like a, it's a pendulum thing that, that you have a little bit more control of. It's, it's what you do with that negative thing, that negative energy. Do yeah. you use it as a learning moment or do you, you know, pick up a folding chair and just throw it through the windshield of the car next to you? Right. <laughs> you know, you know that they are probably the person that did it and didn't say anything, yeah. you know? And it's really, it's, it's, it's how you use that energy of the negative um, uh, of the negative that comes at you. It's kind of like, like Aikido, right? You use that bad energy and, yep. and turn it around and then run away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, and to be clear, there were, uh, first of all, I didn't have a chair. Like I don't have, I don't carry a lot of steel chairs around with no, me. No folding chairs to <laughs> no, throw through. No. A, and okay. second of all, there was not a car on either side of the vehicle. 
I immediately, you know, I looked at my side and I just, then I was hyper aware of who was around me. Was there anybody parked near me? And I even looked at the car directly behind my wife's truck. Cause I thought maybe they pulled into no, like red, she's got a bright red truck, no red paint on any bumpers or anything like that. But to your point, Steve, like I, I wouldn't have thrown a chair through anything anyway, because this is not the thing that I choose to get wrapped around the, now I am not throwing stones in a glass house. I have my own issues as I, evident. I I have, I'm going to write down my guess as what happened. I you're okay. You can do that, but I don't think you, I don't think you quite gather where I'm going with this, but okay, go ahead. But no, no, no. Let me, let me hear your, do you want to give your guess first? Or do you want to, do you want me to explain? I want you to explain. I've written it down so that you know that it's, it's, it has something to do with this, but go ahead. All right. So the last time I go to the doctor, uh, which was, I had to go and see him about my hip, which it turns out I went and saw another doctor about the hip, a hip specialist doing physical therapy. If the physical therapy doesn't work, I need an MRI because he thinks there might be turns. I didn't know this. Turns out you have a, a labrum in your hip as a labrum is not a shoulder thing. You have a labrum in several spots, anywhere there's like basically a ball and, and a socket type of joint on your body. You have a labrum. And so there's a possible tear in the labrum on my hip now, but he wants me to do physical therapy. If I, I don't get relief, he's got anyway. So when I went to my family doctor just to get the referral for the hip doctor, he said, hey, I'm looking through your chart here. The last few times you've been in, I've noticed your blood pressure has been elevated. Why don't you do me a favor? Get on Amazon, order yourself a blood pressure cuff. Go ahead and get that sent to you in the mail and uh, start monitoring on your own. And then after about six weeks, just send me your average. Let's see. Let's see where you're sitting. And then we can talk from there. So I did exactly that for six weeks. I diligently measured my blood pressure. I would do it once in the morning, once in the afternoon. So right after I woke up, because I knew I was nice and calm and tired, just waking up, did it right then once mid afternoon, just see how things went. Well, it turns out the average blood pressure is 148 over 95, which okay. is considered hypertension 2 and right on the borderline of hypertension 3. I'm finding this all out now because okay. I, I'm one of those people, I'm terrible at remembering numbers just in general. I can remember my wife and my kids' birthdays, okay, but I can't remember much else. I, I truly, it is like numbers escape me. I can do math fine on the spot, but I cannot remember numbers, and so- Blood pressure has always been one of those things. I always have to look it up and be like, I don't, what is this? Is this good or bad? I don't remember what good blood pressure levels are, all that kind of. So anyway, so I send this note to him. I'm like, hey, my average has been whatever I just said. See, I've already forgotten 148 over 95 or whatever it was. 148 over 95. Nailed it. So I send him the, I send him the results and I'm like, hey, this has been my average blood pressure. And his response to me was, why don't you come in and see me tomorrow, 10 a.m.? <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm looking at a chart right now and it doesn't say that number yeah so like it doesn't go up to that number well it 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 does so uh if if i so <laughs> my my highest was wow my voice got high to match it but my highest was 149 over 99 and it basically says anything between 140 and 159 i think is stage one on the first number, but the second number is the critical one. Uh, because if you're above 99, you're, you've dropped, you're uh, again, effectively right on the cusp of hypertension three. Okay. Which is the bad one. So I go in, I see him and he's like, Hey, so 
I know you lost a lot of weight. I know you exercise because we talked about it last time. How's your drinking? I haven't drank since November. Well, that's good. That's a, that's a good thing. And I said, wait, let me back that up. I did drink a little bit on the trip to New York because it was a business trip. I had a couple of drinks out of dinner. Otherwise, pretty good. So he said, well, that's, that's not it then. You get enough sleep? I said, yeah, about seven to eight hours of sleep. Okay, well, that's fine then. Uh, do you have a lot of stress in your life? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm busy at work. I like my work a lot, but I, my average day begins at about, I get up at six. My day starts around seven. It wraps up around six or seven. Then I have things like podcasts and, uh, you know, uh, things with the family. I have lacrosse tournaments that I have to go to. We have a ginormous lawn that I need to mow and I got to make sure that's kept up. It's growing like crazy and it's raining outside. So I can't get and he kind of put his hand up and was like, okay, okay. All right. I get it. Uh, is there any way you can take a sabbatical from work? And I said, there's absolutely no way I can take a sabbatical from work. And he's like, that's fine. Uh, that's a lot of people can't. So we got to, we got to hit this with medication. And so he said, this is, there's a very real chance here that this is just a genetic thing. Cause we had talked about family history. I've got high blood pressure in the family. He said, this could just be a genetic thing. And he said, I take high blood, or blood pressure medication on account of my father. I basically take medication for him because he passed on this issue to me. I could not have felt more old, Steve. Really? I, I have. Let, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit on old Davy J here, and I'm going to break things down a little bit for you, okay? <laughs> so I've got, a, I've got a horrible bunion on my foot. It's been mm -hmm. giving me problems nonstop. I got two bad knees that ache all the time. Good Lord. All right. I got a I got a stiff back because you know I had back surgery when I was like 17. It's caused me problems my entire life. Yeah. Now I got I got I didn't even fall. I have a hip that I'm dealing with. I have a hip why well, I did fall, but I mean that's not what caused the hip problem. I fell in the shower and I also fell off the treadmill. But I I have this hip problem that I'm dealing with now that's that's just because I'm old. And now I'm on blood pressure medication. I have I have literally almost ticked every single box short of maybe getting dentures to now. So uh, let me just I, I, I know you're on a roll here. And I, I'm just going <laughs> to stop you just a second. And I want to I also want to point out that you have never looked better in your life. Right. You look incredible. You are you are tone. You are working out all the time. You have lost a ton of weight, just like you referenced earlier in the uh, in the show you've lost a whole bunch of weight i would like to submit that you had none of these problems when you were having <laughs> i think you need to eat more right? <laughs> and i think you just wrote yourself help book buddy i think this is your ticket to millions <laughs> none of these problems existed until you got healthy I'm just saying. Get fat. Steve Dam's guide to a healthier lifestyle. F it. <laughs> F it. You don't know nobody nothing. Yeah. I don't go. I don't care who hears this. We're making that into a commercial. We're <laughs> we're making Steve's health book into a commercial. So <laughs> buckle up and be ready to order it because that, that sucker's gonna fly off shelves. Yeah, yeah. so so I mean that's 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 what I've been dealing with is lacrosse tournaments, uh, dents in my wife's vehicle, and high blood pressure, which I now I, apparently. That sounds like a full week, man. Hey, uh, hey, uh, pharmacy person, Phar pharmacist, I guess is what we would call it. Any side effects to this medication? Oh yeah, yeah, there oh. can be. 
Yeah, there, there definitely can be. Uh, you know, of course, you've got the, while your body adjusts to it, you've got the fall risk because you can get really dizzy and, and fall down from the reverse, which is it lowers your blood pressure by too much. While they adjust the medication, you fall down. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you may have problems getting an erection because uh, it's lowering your blood pressure. Therefore, blood's not flowing anywhere, uh, let alone your arm penis. Where you, where you need it to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, hey, how is how is little Tracy doing right? Now? Well, I, I mean, as you can see, he's sleeping right now. But uh, oh, if you good. listen really closely, you can hear him snoring. Isn't that cute? That is cute. That's yeah. that's a very cute little snore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so that's another. And then the, they finished it off by saying, also uh, avoid uh, exposure, long term exposure to sun, because this medication, for whatever reason, because of what it does to your blood can cause you to not only sunburn easily, but sunburn in what was described to me as a very painful purple sunburn uh, that can cause you some long-term issues. So I have all that to deal with, uh, which, can I just say this? Knowing you can't get a boner or go out in the sun really helps with your high blood pressure. Lowers it right down. Knowing that all those things, you can't go outside if you want to, you can't do the things you want to do. Uh, you can't do the people you want to do. I don't know. But the point is, you <laughs> you can't you can't you can't do a lot of things and 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 this is this is now the the potential side effects that I have to deal with of of all this. So things are going great. May not be on the show next week cuz I'm probably going to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to be dead. I'm telling you you need to go get eat some burritos tonight. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do. And you have to practice on saying with Tracy Go eat a whole bunch of burritos with Tracy. Although, can I just say this? If I do die, it would be awkward if you continued to call the, the Dave and Steve show with Tracy. If I'm dead, I at that point, just Steve, I'm telling you right now, this is like when a, a, a wife tells the husband, if I pass away, go date. Like, date people. Lo I know you loved me. Go, go live your life. I'm telling you right now, move on. It's now the Steve and Tracy show. We just find another... Dave out there. So there's, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a couple of Daves that want to talk on the on the interwebs. Grow one on Tracy's arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, you did him a solid. Yeah, right. It, well, not super solid right now, but but <laughs> but but but. Hey, Dave. Let's uh, let's let's give Tracy Junior a little shot at uh, at reading the headlines. What do you say? Oh, I like that. Yeah, let's do it. All right. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Uh, Tracy, Junior, this is your cue. Go back, back to Tracy Junior. Hit it, Tracy. Well, I can tell by the. Blank stare on his face that uh, he hasn't prepared anything. Looks like. <laughs> well, that's great, Steve. You laughed at him, embarrassed him. Now he's giving us the stink eye. I didn't mean great. to. Stink eye. It looks like he threw up a little bit. <laughs> so stupid. We're so stupid. It's just so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. 
we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here on the Dave and Steve show. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here next week. Uh, Ricky Rocket is back. We got a full band in house, and hopefully, I don't have this this penis on my arm anymore. Uh, we are going to we're gonna wrap things up. We're gonna get out of here. Steve's gonna go get some rest and and come back in full force. I do want to say I know I was just out last week. I'm gonna be out again in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm taking the the family to uh, Wally World. We're going to Disneyland. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna get our Disney on, so we're pretty excited. But I will be out in a couple weeks again, so see if we can transfer Tracy Jr. over to your arm, Steve. I don't know if that's medically possible or feasible, but we're gonna try it. Oh, I can take a dick, Dave. This <laughs> <laughs> is a new low for the show by far. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it was right there. It was right there. I, I'm not in my right mind. I got the COVID brain fog. It's not, it's not. Yeah. All right. Steve, anything else from you? Please say no. Nothing good. All right. Uh, we know there's nothing else from Tracy. Tracy Jr., anything else from you? He's shaking his head. No. The whole head. All right. All right. For Steve, for Tracy Jr., and for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave and Steve Show with Tracy Jr. you get a man with the heart of a lion a lifetime ban from the zoo